Okay, thanks, Ash. We're finally here with my man, Tyler Gibson. If you guys don't know who Tyler Gibson is, he's one of the best soccer players that I've trained in the Wood Gym the last 28 years. He's professional. He uh, played overseas, and now he's with... He played with Cincinnati, now he's with Indianapolis. But he's a local kid that came out of Catholic high school. Hi, Tyler. How are you, buddy? Finally doing it. Yeah. We've been talking about it for a while. I know it. I know we don't have much time. You're in and out in the holidays and then go back to where? Where do you go now? Going back to Cincinnati for a few weeks to train with some guys up there before I uh, head over to Indy for preseason. So the reporting date will be around January 25th. When does the season start? So it moves up every year a little bit. So the first games this year will start March 9th. So preseason from January 25th to, to yeah, leading up to the week um, of March 9th, and then and then games will start. And and why didn't I get an invite to go watch you play in Cincy? Did you get hurt this year? Yes. Yeah. So I um, broke my leg and tore some ligaments in my ankle. Um, third week of preseason. Um, so I was out for about six months, and then started coming back. Got my first game. Um, in July and then, yeah, I started playing towards the end of the season, but I know you're, uh, really busy in here seven days a week. So uh, yeah, but that was my best shot to come watch you because <laughs> you're either going to Indianapolis or back overseas, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. So take me through, I like for my guys to take me through like, um, the starting, the maturation phase of how you got to where you are now as a professional, like from high school to college. And when did we start training? So, I mean, I grew up ever since age four, I was playing soccer. Um, and then through elementary school, middle school, I played, I did like cross country, baseball, basketball with, with some of my friends. But in eighth grade, I had to make the decision to go strictly soccer. And Why? Just because all the intense traveling and, and like, you know, because the whole decision of, um, I would say, like my big time guys, the Penningtons, the Heltons, they all played multi sports, even Harrison in high schools, Harrison Smith with the Vikings, they all played Pennington with the Jets, Helton with the Rockies. They all played double sports or even three sports. And everybody's gotten so uh, singular in one sport. Is it because you do so much traveling or could you still played or ran cross country? Um, Cross country, I really didn't want to continue, but uh, <laughs> it's such a fun sport. It's a, yeah, yeah. Without the ball, running is yeah. is not very fun. It's fun to watch somebody for three <laughs> seconds go yeah, by. Yeah, go by, woo! <laughs> but uh, no. Um, so in eighth grade, uh, basketball, I was I was going to continue playing, and then I had the meeting with the coach, and he's like, "We have uh, trainings five days a week, and and then games and everything, and." Um, I went in the meeting, I was like, look, I can't, there's no chance I'm going to be able to make every single practice. And he's like, well, if you miss two practices, then then you're off the team. I was like, well, <laughs> I'm going to be off the team in the first week, so I guess I can't play. So that was kind of, he kind of made the decision for me with right. that. Um, my other my other friends weren't too happy about that, but um, I, I seemed, to, uh, seemed to be the right move, you know. Um, I, I, of course, I missed playing it, but I knew soccer was was what I was passionate about and everything. So So you had a big time career in high school or, you know, were you the guy that was hidden, you know, like the, the hidden gem or were you the all star, all state type guy? Um yeah, I mean I think I had a very good uh high school career. I mean, for soccer, high school isn't necessarily 
that big. Um, we had a very good team at Catholic just because we had good players and, and, and a good coach. So Did you it, train it was, with me in high school? So I first came to you my senior year in high school. Okay. Um, and I I knew because I went to the same as uh, Harrison, so I knew that he was going to, and some of the other guys in my class were were coming to you. But, um, I was always one of the smallest guys, so like, and I never really got into to weightlifting or any really strength training until probably senior year, and then I actually had uh, a sports hernia. Um, and I went over to Germany, get surgery done. That's right. You were that guy. I forgot. And, yeah. and I remember you saying when, when you finally, how old are you now? 27? 27. You're 27. I remember you, when you got back from your first overseas experiences, I think you were probably one of the only soccer players that's ever come to me and said, Hey, I gotta get bigger and stronger. These guys are, you know, hitting me pretty hard. And it's always like foot quickness, first step, endurance, mid speed, or lateral quickness. Everybody's looking for that. And you were the first guy that said, hey, I need to hit some iron. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, like I said, I was always one of the smallest players uh, growing up. I, if freshman year in high school, I think I was probably like 97 pounds and like five, three, five, four. So I was tiny. Didn't start growing. Um, until like junior year in high school and by growing it wasn't that that significant I mean I'm like 5'9 and 150 now but like I think you see it and especially in soccer because you'll see some guys uh hit their growth spurts early and then they they focus or then their strengths are you know their their speed how how much stronger faster and than they are than everybody and then when everybody catches up then the the playing field equals, and then it's all right. Who's more technical? Who's who understands the game more? And so I think that really helped me, and I know a lot of other smaller players who, you know, when you're smaller, you have to rely on other aspects of the game. So like technique and your your how good you are with the the ball at your feet and your awareness of the game because it's. I mean, you can see like, I mean, I know the other sports. American sports and stuff are are very physical attributes and everything like speed and quickness and everything is very important in soccer. But um, understanding the game and moving and like your positioning and moving with the game is can make you seem a lot faster than you actually are. So those things, I think, helped me develop my game at the at that early age because I had to rely on that to be able to to play against all these bigger, stronger guys before I even like started growing. So I well, that, that comes really up helped. to the point, like what's the size of a, of an average pro soccer player? Cause I can tell you the size of, a, of the other sports. Yeah. It's, it's all over. Like some of the best teams in Europe, you have guys smaller than me um, that are some of the best players in the world. What What's like the, Okay, like the biggest guy. Like, what what is what would the size be? Like, you got Messier, and then you got the uh, Ronaldo, right? Yeah. What, what are their sizes? Ronaldo's a big guy. He seems he's, pretty he's strong, muscular. Yeah, he's, and he's big. A, and, he's a big guy. He compared seems to Messi. Than, yeah. Yeah. Right. Messi's shorter, but he's he's stocky. So like, it's very tough. Like, I mean, you can't get the ball off of him just because he's so good with the ball. Who do you like better? I'm I'm a Messi fan, but I yeah. I like both of them. But right. There's a there's always a huge debate over who's better. Yeah. Just like well, uh, one LeBron came up totally and, different. Yeah, 
and the messy story, Ashlyn actually turned me onto that story about a year ago. And I was like, wow, his story's like kick ass. Yeah. But so, so is Ronaldo's. You should watch that one as well. Cause he just works. He does. He works very hard and people don't see that. Um, he's, did you watch it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, and, like, is it like a documentary? Like, yeah, a, he has some documentaries okay, and stuff. Cool. But, Send me some of those links. Cause the only thing I saw was like a little short, short thing of messy. Yeah. Nothing big. Hey, make sure Ash, we get a picture like we do for all the guys. All right. But yeah, his, his story is, is amazing. Like he's, he, he, he works so hard every day. It, it's, it's incredible. His work ethic. Are, and, are and they, everything. so who's bigger out of the two? As in size? Yeah. Oh, Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Yeah. What's his height? I think at least six, six foot. He's yeah. at least six foot. And that, that what, what I'm trying to get at, is that, is that a big soccer player? That could be around average. Okay. Uh, it, it, but it also depends on like positions and everything. Okay. Yeah. That's but what it's, I was it's going all, to. it's all, that's why I, I love it. Cause I mean, there's so many different types of players Okay. in the position that you play. Like there's even different types of players in each of those positions. Okay. Right. Like normally center backs will be like bigger players that will win headers in the uh in the air and challenge against the strikers. But then like you'll also have like Barcelona, like Mascherano like was one of the the smallest players and everything. All so. right, let me ask you a, a great question. You know, it's out there all the time. Does size matter? <laughs> I think it's just how you use the size. I'm <laughs> seriously like do you have like the smallest guy, the biggest guy, or size doesn't matter? It's how you, yeah, I would say it's how you use it. I mean, I would think that's what you do all the time, right? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I mean that's you know that falls true for almost anything. <laughs> but you're smallest guy, big guy. It's all about maneuvering the ball. I mean, you're, you're talking to a lot of people that. I would say the average listener doesn't know much about it, even though they said, you know, soccer is going to take over USA football and you better even, I had people come to me 10 years ago and say, you better switch your training to train more soccer guys because football is going to be, and I don't think that's ever going to go away. Everybody's like, oh, the NFL ratings are down and MLS, but you know, I, I understand we eat a lot of Mexican and you go to the TVs, everything's on soccer. We get that. And then you have the world cups and all that. And that's pretty exciting with the energy but um what's bigger the overseas stuff is bigger than even the pro stuff here right so it's actually reversed for soccer than football yeah right yeah correct i mean it's growing a lot in the states and like there's more like tv time and younger kids i feel like are 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 growing up watching it and playing it and i mean like i i said like it even if you don't grow up playing soccer or go to like that's your main sport i feel like it's it's very good to play like at a young age just for just getting like endurance your footwork and everything right it can translate to other sports as well um but yeah i think over in europe that's like one of everybody watches it everybody grows up playing it like so like the mls guys i think when the world cup was on United States pro soccer was still playing and those guys weren't even on like the United States team or something. It was, it well, yeah, was, the, the U S didn't make the world cup this year. Right. So the past one, right. So are the best United States soccer players playing in the, in the American pro leagues or overseas? Um, so I think things are starting to change. Um, I mean, probably one of the best players that we have in the U S just signed with Chelsea. So he, he 
he's a younger guy. He was playing in Dortmund in Germany, and now he just signed with Chelsea. So that's huge. So like a lot of the the players are are playing overseas, but then there, you still have several of the guys still playing in the MLS and and other leagues. So it's I think it's about split, but I think um, he's one of the best players we have. I mean, would, uh, here's a question off the cuff, but like a David Beckham, is he really good or just really marketable? Both. Both. <laughs> he's, so he's, he, was he's at, he had a very, very good career. Yeah. And what's uh, his size? He's probably six, one, six, two. So he's, he's, that's he's, he's a good, he's a good, okay. good size. Yeah. Um, and did he have to retire? Or he just chose to retire. Was his skills... Dwindling? Not his, his skills, they don't really dwindle. It's just more his, like... Passion? Uh, mobility and yeah. everything. Yeah. Just getting older and everything, right. so... Maybe not had the head for it anymore. Didn't yeah, want to just do wanted it. to get get into something else. Like, I think he's owning the... Starting a team in Miami and everything. Oh, yeah, so, Yeah, our, that's been the plan. We're still waiting to hear Ooh, that'd be good if you went there. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. That would be nice. All right, so let's talk about the mental approach to soccer. Like, what, what would be the difference... You know, I always refer back to a Harrison or a Helton or a Pennington. Those are my guys. But, like, I'd say you're my guy in soccer. But what would be the difference? You know, because Harrison has to go and collide and he has to cover. And Pennington has to see, you know, 8 billion things on the field. And then Helton has to face a ball. And what would you think your middle approach to soccer, how is that different than the other sports? Or or is it different? I think it's very similar, but it has its differences for sure. Because, I mean, the game's different. Um, you have to, like, the positions are completely different. Um, so, like, in, in my position, I play center mid, and it's a lot of ground covering. Like, it's the courage to get on the ball. So, like, a lot of people think there's two different types of, like, courage. like courage to, to win tackles, win your battles, win your 50-50 ta- like, battles, stuff like that. And then there's also courage to get on the ball when, when it's tight, when when they're pressuring high. Like, do you have? Because a lot of players, some players will go and hide. They don't want the ball, you know. So no, this is cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, that, that's really cool. So you could you know those type of players. Yeah. So, so the word courage is huge. Yeah. So like the, like a lot of people will think like you think of it as like getting stuck in like, and and battling, which which is very important. That's one side of it, but then. Like it, it transitions so fast. Like I feel like in in the other sports, maybe you have, you're 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 on defense or you're on offense, and I mean basketball is different because it transitions. But like football, like I feel like you're in that mindset right away. Unless you get an interception or something, then it changes. But like in soccer, it it transitions right away back and forth, and you have to be able to switch on and off. Like. Uh, to go from okay, I won my tackle. Now can I calm down and find a pass? What or, do you mean won your tackle? Like, um, like intercept a pass, or if somebody okay. has the ball, take it from them. Got it. Um, so so like, you you your offense defense yeah all correct. the time, and you're saying it's not the same as basketball, but kind of yeah it is. Or is it switch that quick? It switches quick, and there's a lot more numbers around you. So like when you win the ball back, like instead of having five guys around like they're defensive players you'll have 10 other guys uh, surrounding you so it's like can you switch over fast enough from like when you win the ball back can you be calm and make a good decision and find one of your teammates or find 
a good decision to to get an outlet instead of giving the ball back right away. It's like those little details or like when you're trying to build up through the team, like are you scared to get the ball in the tight spaces or are you do you have the courage to to find the ball and still want to get on the ball and play? I got you. So everybody at some point is the quarterback. Yeah. Right? Or the yeah. point guard for yeah. basketball. So everybody who has the ball is in charge and in command has to well, I guess the vision and and the smarts of the game. So everybody is would you say everybody has the same skills? No. No, no, no. It's it's so like the different positions so like your center backs are normally like the defenders and then when they win the ball they play simple. The full backs have to be able to get forward all like the full width of the field like forward uh, up and back and like get up make crosses be able to connect in the middle the center mids have to cover the whole field offense and defense get on the ball connect to everybody normally your wingers are good at taking people on dribbling past people and then strikers are good at either holding it up laying it off to people and connecting or getting in the box and scoring so there's a lot of different aspects and different types of players so like some coaches have to know what they want in their team and how to use different players and everything. So, okay, so now you've been pro three years? Five years. Five years? Wow, it flies. And and you you went all four years at UNC Charlotte, right? Yes, four and a half. I redshirted redshirted my first year. So you're done. Yes. Um, Is that a big soccer school? Yeah, yeah. it's... um, So my sophomore year, we made it to the, the national championship and played against Chapel Hill. We lost. Um, but that was the first time we've ever, the school history, we've ever been to the national championship. So that was a, an incredible experience and everything. Is it a new program or no? It's been no, around? No, it's been around for, okay. for a while. Right. And you knew that you wanted to, I mean, how did you know? Because, you know, soccer to me is different than like the MLB and NFL and NBA is. How did you know, man, I could take it to the next level of, playing professionally doing this for a living honestly ever since i was like 11 years old i knew that that's what you're gonna do i knew that's what typical I was gonna wood do. gym person yeah like, typical wood gym person yeah and i'm the kind of kind of the person like i mean of course i was one of the smallest people my entire life and i love when people tell me i can't do something because i'm gonna prove them wrong like i had coaches um that said like oh you guys need to focus on your schoolwork because uh, you're never going to, like, the likelihood of you becoming right. professional as the sport is so low. And I was like, okay, I'm going to show you wrong. Right, you right, know? And right. um, so I just had the mindset, you know, I'm going to grind it out. Like, whatever it takes, I'm going to make it happen because, I mean, I sacrificed a lot, like, to, like, soccer was was everything. Like, I stayed away from a lot of things just to, if it wasn't going to make me better at, at my sport. So that so was your my girlfriend mentality. soccer. It sounds like, yes. yeah, I mean, cause to be honest, ever since I've known you, I mean, you've had like some friends, but you've never, yeah, I've had one girlfriend in college, not missed. You've never missed a workout. No, because you know, Hey, I, I'm away here this weekend or I'm going on a trip for a week. It's, it's Tyler Gibson. Here comes Gibby. He's coming in a train. Like yeah. I see you as such a singular guy going after it. Yeah. No, that's what I want. That's what I've wanted, and like I so know. So when you go out on dates, is that how like 
you say it is you already tell everybody I'm in a relationship and they're <laughs> like, wow, with who? And you're like my soccer ball. Yeah. They find right? out quick. Yeah. I mean, you're, yeah, you know, I've known you a while we go to lunch and stuff. You seem like a pretty upfront, honest guy of like, this is, you know, what I could offer you because most people want the one word attention and a lot of it. And, you know, your attention and focus is all training with soccer. Yeah. I mean, that's how I see you. You know, like some people you don't see that way, but I see you as defined as give me the soccer player. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So what's your hardest challenge you've had to face in your career so far? Would you say the injuries? Path, injuries were definitely one of them, but it was it was the path to become professional. Like it wasn't just clear cut. It was it was a grind for the for the first year trying to make it professionally. So like um, from college, I had a very good college career. Thought I was going to get drafted. Uh, there was projections of like second rounds. I went to the MLS Combine draft. Did you bring a kid in here? Yeah, that went to Memphis mm-hmm. or something, right? And he got drafted. Yeah, uh, my son's pretty class, good. Yeah. And is he still playing? No, he had too many knee knee surgeries mm-hmm. and had to had to retire. Did he? Did he take the off season training like you do? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think because I mean, you're got pretty intense. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Everybody that meets you each off season in here, the number one thing, you know, like even today. I was what twenty two people on the floor rock and rolling, and a couple of the business guys that train early on Saturday mornings are like, "I really like that kid," and I'm like, "Oh, that kid," and they're like, "No, no, that that kid, no, that kid, no," and I'm like, "Oh, that kid," and they're like, "Yeah, that guy." I'm like, "Well, he's pretty special." That's Gibson, the pro soccer guy. Yeah. You know, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Because they're you know you just you just go through your actions, you know, and people are like, "Oh, that's he has a different walk in here than some of the guys." Does that make sense? Yeah, that's kind of what I've been. I just get on with the work and do do the best I can, and then. I mean, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So you have how do you push through what what you were doing? Like when you said it was frustrated. So let's take that question. Like, how did you push through when you went to the MLS Combine and didn't get drafted? You know, were you so, like, hey, maybe I might get a job. So no, I was like, I'm gonna figure this out, and that's what I. Like even with the when I had the sports hernia and everything, mm-hmm. like there, the way they fix it here in the states is like a big time surgery. They put a mesh in. Mm-hmm. You're out for six months. Mm-hmm. All this stuff, and I was like, no, nah, there has to be a better way. So like I did a bunch of research. I remember talking to your mom because I thought I was on my fourth hernia. Yeah, because I couldn't do lunges right. I couldn't do some yeah, stuff yeah. right, and she was like, I wouldn't mess with anything. Here, we went to Germany. And yeah. then I think you guys consulted or Harrison consulted somebody in Philadelphia that was really good. Yeah, there, there's there's one. There's a few guys. In, how in the hell one I remember in that from years ago? I have no <laughs> yeah. clue. There is one guy in Philadelphia I think is is very renowned. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just did a bunch of research, found this lady, this uh, surgeon in, in Germany. She was actually coming over to New Jersey to look at some patients I w- had, it was my spring break. I flew up there, saw her. She told me right away. Got in, flew over in the summer. But that's what separated you too. And I think that's when I thought, man, he has this it factor. Is like you're just not going to TOC or KOC. You, yeah. You, I, I thought it was unique about you. You're like, oh yeah, I'm going to Germany, and and I did this, and then yeah, I think you were the first person to come through here. When you traveled, you wore these compression sleeve socks that went all the way up. Yeah. Right? Is that, yeah. Yeah. Again, yeah. I don't know huge. how I'm remembering this, but it's like 
and this guy takes his his body at a different level than most pros I work with. You know, yeah. it's like I'm not. Again, I think that's why you're in the wood gym. It's unorthodox. It's uncommon. It's not like anything else. And then all of a sudden, you're going outside the states to get a sports hernia. Yeah, and I was I got it one day. Had one side done. The next day, I had the other side done. Was able to walk around after I was back playing within two weeks. That's amazing. So like no mesh, no nothing. It was like, it was definitely worth it. And like through like from, so from, um, from college, I, 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 from the combine, I didn't get drafted. So then, um, I was like, all right, what am I going to do now? So I actually reached out to that friend that I, or he was watching the draft with me. He knew a friend in Germany so I went over there, did trials for over a month, and the January window, like the that window, is harder than the the summer window, um, because that's in their middle of the season is the January window, and so it's tougher. And in soccer, like it's timing, and like do they need your position? And you're a foreigner, so that they may not take a risk on you, you know. So it's it's definitely tougher to get in over there, because. Um, I mean, I, I've been on over 10 trials or something before I first got my first contract. So it's, you have to be able to take a no and be like, okay, no problem. Move on to the next, because it's not that you're not good enough. Well, most of the time it's not that you're not good enough. Um, but they just don't need your position right now or that you're not going to fit into their system. So you just have to have that mentality to grind it out. And I know several guys aren't willing to do that. And so, but I, I was like, I'm going to make this happen one way or the other, as long as, however long it takes. So So you think it's like timing also of like being in the right place at the right time? Yeah. I mean, that's definitely part of it for sure. But it's just like having that mental grind to, because some people go straight there, but I've enjoyed my path where it's been, it's made me a lot stronger. Struggle. Yeah. Yeah. the, The mental mindset of grinding it out to get where I am is has been amazing and I, I never take it for granted. I mean, that's why you work so hard. You know what we see. All right. So tell me about the best play you've had in a game. So I think, um, when I was playing in San Francisco and the, well, we won the league in San Francisco, which was amazing. It was okay. our first year and we was, won. Is that league. your first year? So, okay. Remember that question, but like, did you go, Okay, yeah. So you I know was in, your your path. Yeah. Like, so I was. You're saying uh, San Francisco, and I never knew you played in San Francisco. Yeah. So I was in Germany for about a year after college. Came back, went to San Antonio, played there for a year. After that, went to Oklahoma City. After that, the next year I went to San Francisco. Then I came to Cincinnati the next year, and then now this coming season I'm going to Indianapolis. So my my path has not been a very traditional one at all. Like the way things have happened, teams have folded all this stuff. And it's been, it's been a crazy ride, but, and moving around every year, but and don't we, do we have an MLS team in Nashville? They will be one the following year. And that's not even your goal, right? I mean, is your goal to go back overseas? Yeah. So, I mean, I want to. I, I do want to play MLS, but my goal has always been to play at the highest level overseas because I I know I can, and I feel like my game really fits the their game over there, 
it's a little different than here, but okay. um, yeah, that that's always been my goal. And all right, so that's your path. That's where you are now. Now you're going to Indianapolis. Correct, all right. Yeah. So bring me back to your best play. Yeah. So in San Francisco, it was the the semifinals, and it was about the thirty eighth or some thirty eighth minute or so, and the first half, um, and I I sc- the ball came bouncing out to the top of the box, and I hit it hit it really well and it went in so that was the game winner for the game that put us into the finals so that was definitely the best goal i've ever scored that's pretty cool yeah yeah i mean i'm sure you you know nobody knows a lot of that because you're one of the most humble guys another wood gym characteristic of the best of the best you know i haven't asked yet i know you gave me a kick-ass picture that's up on the wall and it's awesome looking but cincinnati jersey is that coming my way or no yeah i think so so. That'd be cool. I think that might be your third jersey on the wall. I got to watch it. People are going to think we got something. <laughs> I think the fourth. That'll be the fourth. <laughs> That'll be the fourth jersey yeah. on the wall. Yeah, yeah. Why not? I mean, you know, it's easy to show how I show favors to uh, favoritism to the guys. I love that much. All right, Gibby man, I appreciate it. It's been awesome. Yeah, this is I really awesome. like it. It was cool. Yeah. Thanks for having me out. Hey, thanks for doing. It. I know it's, you're cut for time and you're out. What tomorrow? Uh, Monday. Monday, and then you get back for a minute, then you're gone. Yeah. All right. Make sure I get you those tickets. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks, Thanks, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you.